A vigil held in memory of a fallen Austin police officer who lost his life in the line of duty. It's a sport pouring in from the Austin community. And scenes from North Texas after a small plane crashed into a car. And widespread rain is moving into Central Texas right now. We'll track its return through the area and what that means for your Monday morning commute in first warning weather. Support continues to pour in for Austin police officer Jorge Pastor, who died in the line of duty during a hostage situation Saturday. Today, people are gathering at City Hall honoring Officer Pastor. KXAN's Sarah Alshai is there now. Sarah, how's it going out there? The rally just started here moments ago, and already there are dozens gathered outside Austin City Hall to show their support to APD SWAT officer Jorge Pastor and the entire Austin Police Department. Now they're going to have several speakers here um, in a few moments. Um, there's a booth here where people can write words of encouragement for APD during this time. So a lot of support here um, showing up from the community. Now Pastor was one of the APD officers who responded to a hostage situation. Saturday morning and was shot by the suspect when entering the home. APD says the other officer was in stable condition. Now it all started around 2.50 in the morning when APD was called out for a reported stabbing in a South Austin home. One victim was able to get out, but two others were found dead inside. And the suspect died on scene from his injuries. There was an outpouring of support outside Delcy Medical Center where APD led a procession for the fallen officer yesterday yesterday. Today, a similar feeling of support from a crowd filled with officers, citizens, and city leaders. The executive director of the Combined Law Enforcement Associations of Texas tells us Pastor was highly revered as a cop's cop and that he'll be missed. He would be deeply mourned by the department and the, and, and, and the community, and, and deservingly so. It's a tragedy beyond tragedy, that family will never be the same. Those officers that were with him, they'll never be the same. Just a little bit more about Officer Bastor. We know that he was on the force for three years and that he survived by his wife, two stepsons, his parents, and two sisters. Tonight at 10, we'll have more from tonight's rally. Uh, reporting in Austin, Sarah Alshah, KXAN News. Thank you, Sarah. Going in depth, tasked with the job of saving lives is a delicate situation. SWAT teams are specially trained to handle crisis situations like the hostage situation in Austin police dealt with last night. Now, according to the Department of Justice, training involves countering ambushes, clearing danger areas, neutralizing snipers and freeing hostages. It's a high pressure training that becomes all the more intense in real life hostage situations with SWAT officers often facing life-threatening danger. The fact is that, that they have a, a massive adrenaline dumps. Uh, they have incredible blood pressures. And these are people that work out like athletes to be ready for this moment. And throughout that adrenaline rush, there's only one thing on the SWAT team's mind, and that's neutralizing the danger and, of course, saving lives. 
First Warning Weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Well, if you've got evening plans this evening, grab the umbrella. Rain is moving in. We've had a few showers around during the day, and it's only going to get wetter tonight. In fact, from our Rock and Dirt Yard camera in Buda, you can actually see some of the raindrops already on the lens there. The rain is only slowly beginning to work its way in, at least in a more widespread fashion. The farther south you are, the wetter you are. San Marcos getting a little bit of rain. Same for you throughout most of Caldwell County. More rain spreading into Bastrop and Fayette counties and into the hill country. A little bit of rain for you in, say, Hayes, Blanco, Gillespie counties as well as you head farther west. Uh, the rain a little bit more sparse. However, as we widen out the view, you can see there is more to come. It's spreading in from southwest to northeast and we'll get just about all of us wet here as we head later into the evening and overnight. Of course, this is a good thing, right? Temperatures outside now, upper 50s and low 60s on what was another chilly day. Increasing rain coverage as we head through tonight, up to 80% here by 11, as temperatures only slowly fall into the mid-50s by 11 tonight. The rain does not stop tonight, though. It continues into your Monday, and first warning weather will show you a wet start to Monday. And eventually, after we dry out, a warming and drying trend. However, another storm brewing that may affect your plans for next weekend. Thank you, Nick. And six people were killed and two others were taken to the hospital after a crash in downtown Houston yesterday. Officers responded to the crash around 2 a.m. and said a black Chrysler 300 sedan had collided with a black Acura SUV. The impact caused multiple people in the vehicle to be ejected from the vehicles. Five men and one woman died in the crash. The University of Houston confirmed three former football players died in that crash. And one person was hurt after a small plane crash into a car in North Texas yesterday afternoon. Authorities say the single-engine plane crashed into a fence and then hit a car when it failed to reach the runway during an emergency landing. The McKinney Fire Department evaluated the plane's occupants as well as the car's driver, and one of the people in that was taken to the hospital with minor injuries. The Federal Aviation Administration and the National Transportation Safety Board are investigating the cause of the crash. Testimony resumes this upcoming week in the Caitlin Armstrong trial. She's charged with the 2020 killing of pro cyclist Moriah Wilson. Thursday, we heard from the defense, including details about Armstrong's arrest before she fled the country. Now, police took her in for a theft of service warrant, but they let her walk because the warrant was, quote, a technical error. Five days later, Armstrong was arrested in Costa Rica on murder charges. Deliberate in the Christopher Taylor murder trial will continue tomorrow. He's the Austin police officer charged with killing Mike Ramos in 2020. The jury called it quits for a three-day weekend after eight hours of deliberation. And we'll keep you updated on these cases right here live and online at KXAN.com. As thousands rally at the Texas State Capitol in support of Palestine, the Israeli Prime Minister issues a response to global calls for a ceasefire. The state's new measure on border security raising the eyebrows of judges. Why the measure is unprecedented and what the governor has to say about it. 
Thousands of pro-Palestine demonstrators gathered at the state capitol today, flying their flags of red, green, and black, and carrying signs. Demonstrators marched on capitol grounds to call for a ceasefire in Gaza. This was the first protest held at the capitol since Israeli forces entered Gaza on October 27th. The health ministry in Gaza says more than 11,000 Palestinians have been killed. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister says Israeli's battle against Hamas in Gaza will continue with full force as he pushed back against calls for a ceasefire. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says a ceasefire will only be possible if Hamas releases all of the 239 hostages taken in its deadly surprise attack on Israel on October 7th. He says Hamas must be eliminated to secure the future of the state of Israel, adding that when the war is over, that Gaza will be demilitarized and Israel will control security there. For the second day in a row, a high of just 61 in Austin. That's 12 degrees cooler than normal for this time of year. But we did get some measurable rain. Just six hundredths of an inch fell today. We'll take every drop. More is falling now in parts of the area as rain continues to spread in from the south. We'll track a wet night and wet weather for your Monday in first warning weather. Texas lawmakers have passed an unprecedented measure to enforce federal immigration laws without the federal government. It's a novel approach that would prosecute federal border laws with state crimes and allow state police to force migrants back into Mexico. But judges warn the moves violate the U.S. Constitution and could land Texas back in court. Our Ryan Chandler asked the governor about the latest challenge to federal power. We are setting a terrible precedent for the future by invalidating our obedience and faithfulness to our Constitution. The Senate's Republican Chairman of Border Security warning Texas is going too far. There is no clause in the U.S. Constitution that says the wrong I believe we are about to commit allows us to step outside the bounds of our oath. Senator Brian Birdwell stressed their latest border security bill violates the 10th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution by usurping federal authority over immigration. He invoked their sworn allegiance to that Constitution before becoming the only Republican to vote against the bill. President Biden's failure to obey his oath does not compel us to violate ours. SB 4 would allow a state judge to deport illegal immigrants. That is plainly unconstitutional, as 30 former federal immigration judges warned on Friday. This is really gets to the heart of what the difference is between a state and a federal government. And there really hasn't been a lot of difference in the courts about whether states can do fundamental immigration enforcement. Texas is no stranger to court challenges for its border policies. The Biden administration is still fighting Texas's border buoys, which they argue impede on federal turf. Governor Greg Abbott told us he'd invite another challenge over SB4. So it would not surprise me at all to see this legislation also be the target of litigation by the Biden administration. The Biden administration will do whatever they can to deny Texas the ability to step up and safeguard our state. The bill's author acknowledges this is untreaded territory, leaving the issue of constitutionality an open question. Well, I agree we are testing and pushing envelopes. The state has every right to protect its citizens and this nation. We will see who is right. Ryan Chandler, KXAN News. 
The Senate passed SB 4 with a vote of 17 to 11 late Thursday night. After its likely passage in the House, the governor intends to sign it into law. And you're now taking a live look at the Texas Book Festival on Congress Avenue. Still a few people out there. The festival is a way to celebrate the joy of reading. This event bringing in more than 330 authors to discuss and talk about their books with their readers. There were activities held all weekend. This is the 28th year of the festival, and today is the last day. The Lone Star Emmy Awards happened last night in Houston, and KXAN set a new station record, bringing home 10 Emmys. Some of those awards were won in categories like Journalistic Enterprise, Morning and Daytime Newscast, Weather, Education, and Politics. Congratulations to all our friends who were Emmy Award winners. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. We sure do have a great team here, both in front of the camera and behind the scenes, uh, and so proud to uh, be a part of it. This is how it looks outside now in southeast Austin from our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies camera, where we've got a cloudy sky and also uh, in the uh, right side of your screen, some puddles out there as the rain is falling over parts of the area and almost all of us will get rain overnight tonight and into the day tomorrow. You can see it spreading in from the south and southwest and as we zoom in, it's knocking on the door of the Austin Metro. In fact, parts of Hayes County already getting some rain and we've already had some rain through Travis and Williamson counties earlier on. You can see that rain in southern Hayes County throughout most of Caldwell and Bastrop counties, Fayette County getting in on it too. Not as much rain in the hill country yet, but that will change as we head through tonight as the rain spreads through the area. It may focus more on the metro and our eastern counties here through the late evening, but overnight into tomorrow morning, starting to see more of that rain filling in elsewhere. It's not going to rain every moment of the day for your Monday, but your morning commute will probably feature at least some rain and maybe you want to set your alarm a few minutes early tomorrow morning because that morning commute and dropping the kids off at school may be a little slow going. As we head through the afternoon, the rain not as steady. Periods of showers, generally it's light to moderate in nature. We're not expecting severe weather here tomorrow or really any flooding concerns too. This is generally just a good rain for us. And as we head through your Monday night into Tuesday morning, the rain just winds down. A couple of leftover sprinkles very early Tuesday morning, but we're drying out and clearing out as we head through the day Tuesday, going from morning clouds to afternoon sunshine. Yes, for those of you missing the sun, it should come back uh, by Tuesday afternoon. How much rain are we expecting? Well, by about 10 or 11 tonight. You can see most areas uh, less than a quarter inch. Uh, certainly much less than that for parts of the hill country, but a few spots in our eastern counties more than a quarter of an inch. And by the time the rain is done here Tuesday morning, we think most areas get between a quarter of an inch and three quarters of an inch of rain. There may be some localized amounts an inch or higher, mainly in our eastern counties. So increasingly wet tonight, overnight lows of 53, that rain spreading in from south to north, and then we'll have periods of on and off rain here tomorrow. Another cloudy, chilly day. We may not make it out of the 50s here tomorrow. But a warm-up is coming with that sunshine Tuesday, 67, 71 Wednesday, 72 on Thursday. So as the area of low pressure responsible for this rain moves east, we'll be watching our next one heading for the western states by the time we get into Friday. That one should uh, move northeast as we head into next weekend and bring more rain our way beginning as early as next Sunday. So that is our next possibility for rain. Of course, that's the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And 
and may affect some of your travel plans. Look at our first warning weather seven day forecast, a bookend of rain chances both Monday and Sunday. In the meantime, a bit more sunshine mixing with the clouds gets temperatures into the 60s and 70s, even mid 70s before that next chance of rain next weekend. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. All right, talking Longhorns football, heading into the fourth quarter a night ago in Fort Worth. Texas was up 26-6. to That was good for them. Fourth quarter, not very pretty, but they still got the ugly win, and now they wake up today at 9-1 and overall. They also got some bad news this weekend from a key play a night ago. Running back Jonathan Brooks, who was really the leader of this offense, another good run here torn ACL on the play the team announced earlier today out for the season over 1100 rushing yards you see the difficulty and the pain he's in immediately 10 touchdowns Steve Sarkeesian head coach saying they are heartbroken just a big loss for Texas but after that play Texas had to kind of strap things up and try to get the win so they blew the lead up three with two minutes to go. Third and 12. You thinking, are they going to run it to try to bleed some clock? No, they throw, and this is what they dial up. Ewers to Adonai Mitchell. Man, you transfer to Texas for moments like this. How happy is Sark and the Longhorns? They got number five. What a key play. That effectively iced it. Texas went on to win after that. And after the win, the, all those involved talking about the big moment. Credit to Quinn for, you know, just just giving me a chance. You know, we worked out a lot. And, you know, we took we took the practice field to the game and ultimately great things happened. Yeah, it was great to, to be back out there and I just I felt like I, you know, went went right in there and was just as comfortable uh, as when I left. So I was just fired up to, to be back out there. There's a lot of football left to be played and we can improve. And where we can improve is that killer instinct, that that mental intensity. Um, that focus, that tenacity that we played, you know, the first two quarters with to come out in the third quarter uh, and to go finish the team off. It's going to be a tough test next week on the road against Iowa State, Texas, a seven point favorite early on. So some moments of struggle for the Longhorns, but they're alone in first and nine and one overall. Their eastward rival. They also won a day ago, but now Texas A&M is without their head coach. The Aggies have fired Jimbo Fisher after over five seasons at the helm. Fisher went 45 and 25 and above 500 in the SEC as well. Aggies are still six and four, so they're bowl eligible this season. The move costs A&M more than $75 million. And this is after A&M really dominated Mississippi State a night ago. Well, still to come in sports, Houston Texans in quite the AFC thriller today on the road in Cincinnati. We're breaking it down coming up. Welcome back. Dallas Cowboys have had some thrillers this season. Today, not so much. Up 28-0 at last check in the third quarter against the New York football giants who are on uh, third-string quarterback Tommy DeVito. Cowboys rolling to the other Texas team. The Texans looking for a major statement win today. We start in the fourth quarter. Texans up three with under 13 to go. C.J. Stroud, this rookie, is outstanding. Scampers into the end zone. A pick late by the Texans has the Bengals in position to take the lead, but Tyler Boyd drops with under two minutes to go. So a field goal ties it. Then Texans going for the win. Stroud to Noah Brown with about 10 seconds left. The Ohio State connection down to the 20-yard line. Matt Amendola a chance to win it. You can't really tell from there, but it does sneak in. And the Texans a major statement win over the Bengals. They are just a game out from first place after 
the Jacksonville Jaguars lost today as well. Let's go to Moody Center, Texas women's basketball with a Sunday matinee of their own. Vic Schaefer, always energetic as coach, looking for a 2-0 start against Liberty. Longhorns up three right before the end of the first half. Shaley Gonzalez, coach calls her grandma. The veteran sinks the three up 31-25. Second half, more of the same. Taylor Jones, how big has she been to start the season with a couple of the other bigs hurt and one? A couple minutes later in the third, Madison Booker, the outstanding freshman steal and one. Man, they were getting things going in this one. Texas rolls past Liberty 75 to 57. We are back after this.